Love Talk Radio. Diamonds are forever. They won't leave in the night. I've no fear that they might hurt me. I'm definitely going to be relaxing. 
MaximHonestHustle.com.info, AlkalineWaterToGo.info, Big Mama Magic. Sign up over there at the membership. Stay in contact with Sister Myra. We're going to have some uh, updates on that website, so we always want you to sign up for the newsletter. Thank you all for being so patient for all of us and all the um, changes that we got going on. And um, without further ado, we're going to bring Big Mama Magic in herself. Sister Myra, are you in the building? Oh, I need me to open up her line. I don't know whether she opened up the line or not, but Sister Myra, I can't hear you right now. And me is not, um, I don't know whether she, um, I don't know whether she opened up the line or not. So as soon as you get on, let's just hope that we have, uh, let's just hope that we have this, this, uh, this situation uh, rectified. I'm having a little technical difficulty on my end, and, um, if you can hear me, Sister Myra, if you could, maybe, and you can't get in yet, maybe you could call Mia and have her and um, ask her to open your line up. She may need to stay on the line a little bit longer. But um, <clears throat> we just want to have fun tonight. Sayer, I saw her, and then she and then she dropped off, so she'll call back in. I'll bring her. Okay, here she is, Sister Myra. Okay. Sister Myra? Yes, I'm here. Oh, Okay, I'm going to mute my mic. Go ahead, guys. <laughs> All right, all right, all right. Thank you. Uh, me, uh, me, uh, me, make sure you open the chat on for me, please, too, sweetheart. Thank you, oh, baby. Oh, you got it. Okay, no problem. Okay, yes, yes. Uh, thank you. Thank you for the help, Mia. <laughs> um, brother, uh, so, um, you know, I'm so um, pleased and appreciative of you, Brother Kyer, coming in, you know, off the road and trying to get this going. <laughs> We've been anxiously waiting for you, so... Um, now that you're here, let's get the show on the road. As you said, I have a lot of information to impart. And um, now I understand why I had to wait until today because things had not completely unfolded, you know. Let me set the stage a little bit. I left on February 1st, for those of you who don't know, to um, go handle some of my own personal business. Um, I went on a 10-day Meditation retreat, and um, didn't get back until today. And I was gonna leave like halfway in between, and didn't get back until today. Had to make sure I came back and activated some accounts and make sure everything was cool. And then, um, to, even to this moment, I don't even know who won the game because when y'all were watching the Super Bowl, I was either in a meditation or was going to bed. So um, I'm just as excited as y'all are to. Uh, hear what Big Mama Magic has to bring to us tonight. So go ahead, Mama, take it away. Okay. Um, like I said, um, you know, I kept wondering, I said, well, why, 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 you know, everybody wants to know, you know, everybody wants to know. So, uh, but now I understand why uh, Spirit laid it out this way, because uh, the the icing uh, on the cake was the, the Whitney Houston's death. And um, it wasn't meant for me to uh, to put this out until, you know, um, that part came into play. Um, so let's go ahead and get into it. Like I said, I got a lot of information I don't, um, you know, so and, and I do want um, other people's um, take and participation in what this symbolism uh, exposed to them. I really want that uh, coming back uh, to me. 
uh, Super Bowl symbolism and the energy repercussions, the fallout from that energy, from that ritual. As I've always told you guys, anytime you pull your energy, that's how you create a spirit. So they have become a master at getting us to, um, you know, pull our energy, and that's what we're energizing the spirit they want to see unfold for the coming year. Uh, so uh, before we can move forward in this Super Bowl, we have to go back to the last Super Bowl, uh, which was the uh, because every uh, all the they do, they do piggyback off of each other, and um, so the first thing and any of you have heard some of my uh, pregame analyzation, you've heard this material already, but um, uh, I'm going to read it now because I need to read it to set the stage for. Um, the symbolism of this Super Bowl. Um, and it starts off with the, um, I got this information out of the Kabbalah. Uh, it says the father, the mother, and the son all prepared to raise the fallen daughter. The mother, the father, the Vaughn, or the son, once more symbolically unite with the daughter, raising the fallen daughter, the animal soul or matter to the throne of the mother, where the old earthly component the daughter is redeemed by her marriage with the son and is thereby set up on the throne of the mother. So we're going to start off with the fallen daughter. And uh, any of you have followed me, you understand that it's the EL. I always say follow the trail of the EL because that is what denotes the royal family. When you see the EL, then that's denoting the lineage of the royal family. Uh, so... The fallen daughter last year was represented by the Steelers. Now, remember, I'm not looking at literal teams. I'm not analyzing teams, games, wins, or losses. It's bigger than that. We're looking at the symbolism of why the energy, um, you know, what energy they're trying to unfold to, for the year. So the royal daughter last year in the Super Bowl was represented by the Steelers. Uh, the royal daughter is daughter character. She's the daughter of value, daughter of worth. She's actually the high priestess. She represents daughter earth in her collective energy. Anytime you're dealing with the earth element, you're dealing with value, worth, character. So we're talking about the high priestess. But at the physical form, in the physical level, she has to fall. She's at the lowest level in her value. So uh, reflecting the opposite of who she is in her spiritual glory. So that is the individual aspect of the black woman. Uh, I talk energy. So if you're not listening to me symbolically, you're not going to understand. If you're going to take this literally, you're not going to be able to follow me. The opposite energy of black woman is white man. So in order for him to be up, that means she has to be down. That's what the wounds of Willie Lynch were meant to do, keep the black woman down so the white man can stay on top. Only thing with that is energy is spiral. So that means what goes around comes around. What's at the bottom will soon rise to the top. That's what time it is now. We've completed many cycles of energy, and it's now time to heal the wounds of Willie Lynch. This was demonstrated in the Star of David that I talk about, where it shows all the members of the royal family and their wounding and how those wounding, wounds are now being healed from universe in order to, for us to step up as the new rulers for the new age that's coming in at uh, December 21st, 2012. So now we have to make individual transformation in order to represent that as a collective. So Daughter Earth 
uh, the daughter of character fell last year in the Super Bowl symbolically to the Packers, which is symbolically homosexuality. And the Packers, um, you know, in other words, character versus degradation. And and degradation won. And that is the energy you saw unfold that year from that Super Bowl because after um, uh, – which identified the uh, time of Sodom and Gomorrah, that we're in the time of Sodom and Gomorrah, you see. And so because this is where the angels came to tell Lot to leave and the townsmen saw the angels and wanted to have sex with them Lot offered the the royal daughter or the virgin daughter, and they turned her down uh, because they wanted to have sex with other men. So the homosexuality uh, value of having sex with other men, you know, overrode the value of having sex with the virgin daughter. This is what was symbolic of the Steelers or uh, the daughter falling to um, homosexuality, character versus degradation. And this year you have seen that. You saw it capped with the Penn State uh, debacle where they were, um, you know, sexually abusing those young kids because, as I told you, it, you're now going in a degenerate direction. You can only regenerate or degenerate. And if you're not regenerating, you're automatically degenerating. So when you go from it starts with interracial relationships. You have to understand, in order to be whole, you have to be in balance with your mate. That means someone who can give it back at the same level they take it. Anybody who can't give it back at the level they take it become a parasite, keeping you weak in your energy. That is what the white woman does to the black man, because she can't give back energy at the rate she takes it, so she becomes a parasite. And this is why we had um, uh, people like... um, Don Cornelius, you see, he just met his demise on the 1st of February. And he was married to the Russian uh, white woman, you see. And uh, takes me back to Gary Coleman and what happened to him. Both of them have similar stories because he uh, was ready to get away from her. He wanted his divorce two weeks after his divorce is when he was supposedly committed suicide. Um, and they still gave the woman his money, even though he wasn't supposed to do it through suicide. He had said in his divorce uh, papers that he he did not want to be with her, that his life had been hell since he'd been with her, and that's what contributed to his health decline. And uh, two weeks after the divorce is when he killed himself, and and they gave her his money anyway. Gary Coleman tried to get rid of his wife. He went into the hospital, and she moved into his home. And then after that, he falls down the stairs. So when are we going to get this? You know, Montel Williams. uh, uh, I mean, I can go down the line of how that is parasitical and it's going to keep him weak in his power. So um, this is the... um, um, uh, so this is what they have to do. They have to keep her down, the black woman down, in order for the, the, the white man to stay on top or the illusion to stay on top. So it starts with interracial relationships, and then as you're going in a degeneration, it goes into homosexual relationships, and then it goes into pedophilia, then it goes into bestiality, and my spirit told me to add necrophilia. 
having sex with dead bodies. That's the degenerate direction that you're going in. And so this is what was symbolic of the Sodom and Gomorrah or the fall of the royal daughter to homosexuality. And now they've had a banner year. They, they repealed the don't ask, don't tell, equal rights for uh, same-sex marriages. Um, you know, they've had a banner year. And um, even the little, um, little the, the degradation, that means no bars. You can have sex with whoever you want. No, um, you know, no bars, just, you know, just do what you want and what you want and who you want. They even, I even have material where they're talking about the um, the Department of Health and Human Services is trying to uh, legitimize pedophilia, saying that little kids are sexual creatures, so, you know, it should be okay, even infants. They're trying to legitimize that. So this is the tie nationally. Personally, it's your business. I'm not concerned about it. But when it's making a, a national or a collective statement, then that's telling you any nation that gets to that point, that's the symbolic story of Sodom and Gomorrah. So now we get to this year and the patriarchs against the giants. The patriarch symbolism is that of the system. It represents the patriotic spirit. It represents the, the, the system. And throughout these Super Bowl rituals, you see the patriarchs representing the system first took down the royal prince, symbolically right after 9-11 when they took out the realms, or Haru, Mars. And then that's when they justified war, going to war into Iraq or Iran, I don't know which one. Next, they took down the matriarch, the mama. This was the Janet Jackson one, North Carolina, where you had the patriarch, uh, what's his name, um, Justin uh, Timberlake, you know, exposing and uh, humiliating Janet Jackson, uh, the patriarch versus the matriarch. Uh, Charlotte represented the black queen or the matriarch in North Carolina. That's what that was about. Then the patriarchs took down the eagle, symbolic of them taking down the father. The only one they did not want to take down was the daughter. This is representing the black woman or the stealers. This is the one they wanted. They are now ready to claim their booty. So they know their woman has an illusion of value, so now they're ready to, um, like they know, as, the, as we come to the top, they want to come up on our coattail. So they're ready to switch partners now. Not that they really desire black women. It's just that um, they know that she is the funnel of power from Mama Universe. So then we, so this is um, why they tried to woo the daughter. But she flipped the script on them, the Steelers in Detroit against the Seattle Seahawks, which represented, the Seattle Seahawks represented the wicked stepmother of the Cinderella story the E.L. and Cinderella, from the bottom to the top. And, but the black woman symbolically passed the power back to her man, and that's why the next Super Bowl you had Prince on the stage shaped like a, a dick and doing his resurrection. And then that was the year after that you got the Giants now taking the power back from the system. In the story Jack and the Beanstalk, where Jack went up the, into a higher realm and stole the power from the giants. He stole the harp, 
the ability to control the weather, and they stole the goose, the prosperity. Symbolically, when the giants beat the patriarchs four years ago, they were taking those powers back. Sleeping giant, no longer sleeping dead, taking back their power. Then we skip ahead to this fourth, the four years ahead to this Super Bowl with um, the giants now again uh, coming up against the patriarchs. But this time, it's about redeeming the fallen daughter, which had just fallen last year, uh, symbolic in the Steelers game. So now it's time to redeem the fallen daughter. And the material I read you about the father, the mother, and the son all unite to raise the fallen daughter. That's the last four teams that we got in the playoffs. The last four teams in the playoffs was the, um, of course, you had the patriarchs, which represents the system, but then you had the ravens, which represented the royal son, the fallen son, now uh, resurrecting. Uh, you do the, the, the ravens, but uh, and then you had the Giants. And when I looked at the Giants quarterback, that's when it stood out for me because I was looking for the Ravens because representing the royal son that redeems the royal daughter. So I thought that the Ravens would probably do it and um, redeem the daughter symbolically. But, of course, they could not accomplish, they could not take down the patriarchs. So then you had the Giants. When you looked at the Giants um, quarterback's name is Eli Manning. So here again, we're looking at the EL, the royalty, the royal man. And symbolic through the giants, we're talking about our ancient ancestral, the royal uh, father coming from another realm, another level, another um, uh, a higher reality, coming from the highest royal level to redeem the father coming to redeem the daughter. Father always represents the air element. The air is the knowing as well as the spirit, so the spiritual knowing of the father coming to redeem the value of the daughter. And uh, so this, this is what this showdown was symbolic of this time. And when you had the 49ers uh, against the uh, the um, the Giants, the 49ers, the symbolism, I went and looked up the symbolism of the 49ers, and it's all about the royal mama. The 49 represents the royal mama. I got a list. It's called the 49 is the Blessed Virgin, the Saint Mary, the Mother of God, the Queen of Patriarchs, the Queen of Virgins, uh, the Creator, the Mother of the Creator, the Mother of the Savior, Virgin, very prudent, Mother Admirable, Mother Pleasant, Mother Without Stain. So the 49 represents the royal mother, the high mother. So in the NFC championship playoff, you had the royal father or the high father in, in a showdown with the high mama to see who would be the one to step up and go up against the system or the patriarchs, and the father run that battle. Just like the Ravens, beat the, the, the Steelers, uh, the royal son, uh, if symbolic of the royal son telling the royal daughter, sit back. You've done all you need to do. Now let me go forth and carry the battle forward. The same way the father was telling the mama in the NFC showdown, 
I'll take this, Mom. You sit back. So the masculine half of God was telling the feminine half of God to sit back so they can step up and do their part or their half. So that's what was symbolic of the giants taking down the royal mama to go and face the patriarchs. And see the, the and when I said that the ravens would be significant, they were because they did represent the sun. But in the AFC uh, championship playoff, the um, the patriarchs beat them, and the reason they beat them is because the sun just can't do it by himself. He represents the physical black man, the individual aspect of the physical black man, the one who's been programmed through the Willie Lynch syndrome, just like the the, the black woman. And so he is um, he is not able to take down this system or this illusion on his own. And that's what is symbolic of the Giants coming forth and winning the Super Bowl. And what that was symbolic of was the, let me see, I wrote it down here, um, it's, the, the symbolism was the ancient, the ancestral father, E.L. Manning, is coming from the highest universal level to redeem the fallen daughters of character, um, which was represented with the Steelers falling to the Packers, and uplifting the fallen son. And... Father represents the knowing as well as the spirit. So Father Spirit is now going to impart the royal knowing to the son to lift him up into balance so that we now have the masculine half, the son representing the power, the father representing the spirit, so we got the power of the spirit now ready to take down the illusion so we can step up to a new rulership of the new age. That's what that's symbolic of. So you're going to see more and more examples of this happening. And I'm going to put you guys through a test because, um, you know, you know the commercials are all symbolic also. They didn't really do a great job on the, uh, the commercials this year. I like the one with the vampires, um, you know, destroying themselves with the light. That was funny. Um, you know, I like the one with the dog that was trying to lose weight to go out and, you know, chase cars, but, you know, they really didn't have a lot of symbolism that I saw, and maybe you guys saw more than I did, but there was one that stood out as to, um, it, 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 it symbolized everything this Super Bowl represented. And I just want to see if anybody knows which commercial I'm talking about. I'm going to allow you guys to, you know, uh, tell me what you think is the commercial that did signify this Super Bowl. Um, but anyway, yes. I was yes, tell you that, um, I was going to tell you that I um, I'm troubleshooting my internet on the other line, so I'm not able to like see if anybody raised their hand. The call-in number is three four seven two zero five nine zero eight nine. We'll have it fixed in a minute. So you're going to have okay. to look in the chat room, you know, what I'm saying, and see if you see anybody typing anything in. But I I don't have access to that right now. Unless Mia sees something, I don't know if she's still on the line or not. Oh, okay, okay, okay. <clears throat> um, well, um, you know, well, we'd like to say if you have a, I'm not, I'm not looking for uh, the raised hands just yet. 
you know, we're going to okay. do that, you know, later on. I just want to um, put that out there so you guys okay. can, okay. you know, come forth and, and, and give me what you think. Okay, go ahead. Okay, did you see somebody? No, 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 no. I was going to say, you know, I didn't even see the game, so I, didn't, I haven't even seen them on the commercials yet. I was going to look them up right. on YouTube. Right, right. Okay, well, you know, um, we, I will see if someone knows what commercial. I'm pretty sure we got some pretty sharp people out there, and I'm pretty sure they know the commercial that I'm indicating here. Um, but then we have um, now that leads us to the halftime ritual that uh, Madonna did, the halftime ritual with Madonna and with her Nicki Minaj and uh, then the um, uh, MIA, okay? Now, the first thing I noticed um, with the ritual, okay, the first thing that stood out to me was when they first announced that Madonna would do the halftime uh, program uh, the first thing she started doing was uh, undermining Janet Jackson. She went all the way back to the Super Bowl, the Patriots against the Matriarchs, where uh, yeah, she's the first thing out of her mouth was, "Well, there will be no, um, there will be no um, costume malfunctions here." You see. So, um, and then the other thing I noticed was the dancers were all young black women. Okay, and then of course CeeLo, and I know you guys saw how she bowed down to CeeLo twice. Twice. Of course, we all know she was doing a ritual, and they were talking about, um, you know, I got plenty of information of the symbolisms of the rituals that uh, she was doing. Um, but what, you know, they were telling, what they were saying is that she was doing these rituals before the full moon. You see, so the Super Bowl was on the 5th and the full moon was on the uh, 7th. And they had to do these rituals before the full moon so the energy would uh, open up and, and unfold uh, as, as the moon, you know, unfolds that energy. And, of course, uh, after the Super Bowl, they had a uh, big to-do about the dreaded uh, black man who gets down and proposed to an ugly white woman one of the rookies on the giant team. So they had to showcase that all on CNN news and everything. Um, and then, uh, of course, um, you know, um, uh, what Madonna was saying in her ritual, what I got from what I understand of the symbolism of what she was putting out there, um, and the reason that she went immediately to try to undermine Janet Jackson um, the Super Bowl where they played against the Eagles is where they really did introduce the hybrid, the hybrid car. Um, this is where they were supposed to have um, uh, Mary J. Blige, but they bumped her for Alicia Keith. Now, this was um, pretty much after, um, uh, and, 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 and in that Super Bowl, they were saying bridging, they called the program Bridging Generations, which was like bridging genes. And this is where they were talking about, this is where they introduced the hybrid car. And uh, it was like um, they were going to get back at the, the royal daughter for not, you know, passing the power 
uh, to the white man as he was trying to seduce her to do that. Uh, and um, so they, it's like they were bumping the original black woman for a new black woman, which is the hybrid. You're one who looks black but really is the genetics of the white mama. And so what they what they did was um, in that Super Bowl uh, ritual, um, it was like um, we're going to replace you, you know, in other words, bridging the genes, uh, taking out the black mom. Oh, oh, I know what I was going to say. They brought in Alicia Keys. They brought in um, Jordan Sparks. They brought in uh, the Black Eyed Peas and Earth, Wind, and Fire. And I kept trying to figure out what earth, wind, and fire, what was symbolic of earth, wind, and fire until I realized the elements, you know, the earth, of course, is the daughter, the the wind or the air is the father, and the uh, fire is the sun. So what's missing is the water or the black mama, you know, so uh, taking out the black mama. That's exactly what Madonna was indicating in her ritual. Madonna and matriarch Janet Jackson playing the role of the matriarch, Madonna and matriarch are both words for mother or mama. So taking out the, and see, this was all symbolized uh, in their movie. If anybody saw the movie um, The Blind Side with Sandra Bullock, it's all about the black mama, you know, um, abusing and neglecting her children. So the white mama or the white Madonna is now going to show her, you know, how to do it. We're going to replace you, black mama. I'm going to take your man, and I'm going to become the surrogate mother to your children. That's what her ritual was symbolic of, you see, taking out the black mama in particular, and she becoming the new surrogate mama for the, the children, and Madonna actually went and adopted her a child out of Africa named David. What did I just tell you about the king, about the star of David? And then the star of David, as we heal the wounds, it was all about the, the, the sun in Scorpio represented David and how he transformed after taking his value, putting his value back to his mama, he transforms and this is how he redeems the daughter and lifts her up and takes down Goliath or takes down the system or the illusion. That's what was symbolic of that Star of David uh, on November the 8th, 2003, when we had that Star of David in the configuration of planets sitting on its side, giving you the three levels of the royal family, mama, the father and the mama on the first level, the brother and the sister on the second level, the son and the daughter on the third level. And it showed you how all of us all have been wounded and how those wounds are now about to be healed. So now she goes to the black son named David. What she was doing was actually supposed to be a reversal of the energy represented through the star of David. And, you know, kill off the mama. You see, take the uh, uh, take the father, kill off the mama, and become the surrogate mother to your child. Does that story sound any way familiar? Because the cap of this with Whitney Houston. Mm. 
Mm-hmm. Whitney Houston, okay, and Bobby Brown. Now, Whitney Houston was as devoted as you could be to her man, no matter how many people told her he ain't good enough for you. She stuck by her man. She stuck by him. She stuck by him. She stuck by him. I lived in Atlanta. I remember him coming out of the, the jail, and all you could hear was Whitney's voice going, uh, Bobby, Bobby, you know, standing by her man. Have anybody seen his new wife who was the manager? And I don't know for sure, but if she ain't a hybrid, she certainly could be. So you're saying Bobby's Bobby's new wife is Whitney's old manager? Mm-hmm. Wow. Yep. Wow. Bobby's new, uh-huh. And they were, you know, she didn't have, uh, uh, um, you know, she was, yeah, she was messing around. They said that the Bobby and, I mean, uh, Whitney and her were friends until, you know, that happened, of course. So here we got the hybrid. Or uh, even if she's not hybrid, she's walk, she's walking in the energy of a hybrid. The white woman taking the man, you know, from the black woman, you know, having his child. You see, kill off the mama. See, so you know because I had just seen Entertainment Tonight had just shown the day before it showed. Um, they did a thing on Whitney Houston. They were like, um, oh, look at Whitney coming out of the, the hotel. Uh, she looks really bad. I thought she was supposed to be on recovery, but um, I'm wondering if she's, uh, you know, uh, got back into these drugs. And then the way they um, indicated she looked bad, they were talking about, look at her hair. Look at the sweat on her forehead. And she's got uh, just uh, blood on her legs. But when I looked at it, I didn't see what they saw. I mean, I saw uh, Whitney not all made up, but, you know, her hair was a little disheveled. And what, you're in L.A. They're not going to be sweat on your forehead? Could not there be? And then the scratches on her leg looked like, you you know, she had um, brushed up against some branches or something. It looked like some scratches in that sense. But in no way did she look not healthy. And and uh, um, and then you know uh, and 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 then the next day she's dead. And I thought they were being too harsh in their definition. So to me, that's what put up my antennas. It's like you 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 already pointing out that you're getting ready to take her out. And that's what what that would be the energy representative of what Madonna was doing in her ritual. To what what is it? Bafa Bafa. Yeah, I know I can't pronounce his name. Baphomet. Uh, uh, yeah, Baphomet, yes. In her ritual, the Baphomet. That's what her ritual was all about. That's the energy that she was unfolding in her ritual. And so uh, uh, Whitney is the poster child for that energy. Hmm. Oh yeah, it's gonna be interesting when I look at the half at the halftime. Well, and it may backfire on them because, um, like I said, the fallen the 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 mom of the son and the father all unite to raise the fallen daughter. So you know, this shows how you have used your um, faith powers 
you know, uh, to take down the daughter, you know, represented by Whitney being one who had been loyal. See, this goes back to the Matrix story. Remember, Trinity knew. She never doubted the value of her man, even though he didn't understand who he was. But she knew. And when um, when he she resurrected him from the dead, I keep telling you, the women are the resurrectors, the men are the redeemers. But the woman has to first resurrect him before he's in a position to redeem her. And that's what they were showing you in the movie The, Re- the, the Matrix, where Trinity kissed Neil and resurrected him. She said, uh, the oracle told me I would fall in love with the one. I'm in love with you, now get your ass up. And that's just what he did. He got up. That was his resurrection. And in the second matrix, that's when he redeems her and brings her back to life. But she never doubted. And it's through her knowing, which is the energy of Aquarius, which has been very significant because uh, Whitney is a Leo and we're in Aquarius, the opposite sign. So that's when they do their rituals, when it's in the opposite energy of what they want to take out, coming up in opposition. And uh, so uh, Aquarius, so she, you know, so taking her down, you know, doing the ritual to come up in opposition to the, the Leo in Aquarius energy. And, um, you know, and Madonna is also Leo, you see. So she is symbolic. They are replacing the original mama with, you know, the new mama, the creator of hybrids, because she can, um, you know, in other words, her child takes the appearance of the seed, but it's still the genetics of the mama or the mother. You have to have a black mother to have to be black. You know, ask the Jew what makes them a Jew. You have to have a black mama to be black. The father only passes the appearance of color. The mama is the one who gives the melanin through her breast milk or through her blood. The white woman does not have that to give to her child. All colors come from black. You cannot get black out of white. And this is why when I went to Baltimore, I gave you the information on the mitochondria and DNA. That's passed only through the mama. You know, the father, the seed, only has enough of the mitochondrian strand, it only has enough strand to give it, because the mitochondrian DNA is the energy DNA. And the seed only has enough to propel it to the egg. And once it goes in, it sheds all but a few traits, which is the appearance, the, um, the, the, the uh, you know, it, 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 and the, but the mama brings her full stop to the table in DNA, and it's the energy DNA, and that's what you have to trace through your mama, the original black mama. That's how you connect your lineage to the original black mama. And I'm not talking about a physical mama. I'm talking about the energy of where all energy vibrations stem from. All color vibrations come from black. 
That's what we mean by the original black mama. And only way you can connect your royal lineage to your ancient antiquity, she's the ancient of ancients. She is the master of the soul realm, the hidden realm, our ancient records, our acoustic records. That's mama's domain. She's the, she's the energy of our ancestors, our antiquity. Mama tells you where you came from. Father tells you where you're going, what your destiny is. He's the spiritual component. He's the master of the spirit. But we got all of this in us. We got the masculine and the feminine. It's not male, female. It's masculine and feminine. One is internal and one is external. And it's not until you put the two in balance, the soul in balance with the spirit, can you become whole. And that's when you complete the vortex or the cycle, and that's how you bring the energy from the universe. But you have to be in equal balance to do that. We have been in an abusive external father rulership. And the only way to become whole, we have to now reverse our energy rotation. That is why Big Mama is the uh, Ouroboros. She's the beginning and the end. She's the circle, the cycle. What, what, what begins and ends with her. And now we're coming full circle, and we have to become whole in order to step up and evolve to the next level. So that means we have to reverse. Not enough just to change. We have to reverse our energy. It's about the, the water now, which is the emotional, the soul realm, the antiquity, the ancestors, putting that in balance with, you know, the spiritual realm or the conscious realm or, or what's visible. Only we can do that because of the melanin. They have mastery over the spirit realm. They have spirit. They don't have the soul component. That's the mama component. That's the antiquity. And the programming, the father represents the air. It represents the father of illusion when we are operating at this matrix level of vibration, you're dealing with father illusion and mama of tricks, the matrix, or the ma of terror, the materialism. But we have been usurped from our true parents, which is high cosmic mama and high father spirit. And now it's time for the father, high father spirit, to come and redeem their lost children. And that's what is so uh, inspiring about the Giants winning the Super Bowl because that is what it is foretelling us at a symbolic spiritual level that the father is now coming to redeem the fallen daughter and lift up the son into his resurrection. The son has to resurrect into the father. And that's exactly what I wrote, resurrection time. Son into the father, the valued power becomes a righteous spirit from the personal to the collective. That's what that win meant. And the, the Super Bowl, and now let's get to um, MIA. See, they tame Nicki Minaj, you know, because this was a whole ceremony, ritual ceremony, in homage to Madonna. 
And did anybody notice how when she went up on the stage, she went down, not up? She she left the stage, you know, she dropped down. And um, so, and and then, and like I said, CeeLo, she bowed to him twice. And then the dancers with the, you know, young black women. And everything was supposed to be perfect. They said she called the whole crew in and said everything has to be perfect because she had already sounded off about not having no costume malfunctions like Janet Jackson or the matriarch or the black matriarch now versus the white Madonna. And, um, you know, but so now she's... She, the, the 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 only thing out of all that spectacular, out of all the things they did in that halftime ritual, the only the only thing that counted was M I A and the finger that she gave. Because she 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 in other words, that was spirit. Those who have ears, let those who have eyes let them see and those who have ears let them hear. Because her Madonna's ritual was to to kill off the black mama, become the surrogate mother to her children, and 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 be with the black man, you know, who can manufacture her hybrid children. And that's what the energy or the ritual that she was symbolizing and putting out the energy for. So for MIA to stick up that finger saying, fuck that. That was spirit saying, fuck that. Ain't going to happen. M-I-A. You know, and Maya, Maya, uh, you know, that means illusion. And, And she's from India. And that's oh, what it meant. Okay. So, um, but she's the one that stuck up her finger. And see, uh, Nikki, Nikki, Nikki Minaj. I know I'd be mispronouncing her name. Um, you know, she was tamed, and that was showing was her what? conformity. Tamed. In other words, Madonna yeah. was the top dog, and okay. the daughters had to had to be tamed. They had to step down. You see, okay. you know, Nicki um, uh, Minaj is known for being outrageous and outlandish, but Madonna is the queen of that, so uh, she had to step down. But, you know, MIA didn't get the message. And when they asked her why, she's like, well, I don't even know. I was just in the, I was just in the, um, you know, I was just, I was just in the flow of things, you know. And yeah, that's her spirit did that for those to see that spirit was telling us, you know, don't even blink, don't even flinch, you know, um, with what they're trying to indicate. But Whitney's death was uh, supposed to be uh, what uh, was the poster child, you know, uh, for to represent what Madonna was indicating in her ritual. Boom. Whitney, they had just showed her, and somebody had wrote on my uh, Facebook page 
uh, in a comment said that somebody had said she wasn't going to, Whitney wasn't going to live another three months or uh, she had cancer. Um, you know, now they're putting out these stories, just like when they were saying, oh, look at Whitney, she looked bad, and I couldn't see what they were talking about. You know, and then the next day she did. So, you know, that's showing you their intentions from way back. And that's the cap on Madonna's Super Bowl ritual. Take out the black mama. Replace her with the the, the, the white mama or the hybrid mama. And that's exactly what happened in Whitney's case. And that's exactly what is happening in a lot of uh, uh, the cases when it comes to the relationship between the black daughter and the black son. And we are not going to be able to conquer this as long as we continue to stay at the level of vibration that they are controlling. But we do have the help coming in now. And now you're going to see a spiritual knowing of what to do right by daughter character. Because if you go back to that star David, remember it was the sun in, um, the sun was in Scorpio while the moon was in Taurus. So the moon was representing mama and the sun was representing the, the sun. And, and the, there was a full lunar eclipse that night. And I asked my spirit, why the star David? And it took me back to the David and Goliath story. How did David slay Goliath? With a stone. So Taurus being the first earth sign represented the stone. The, the moon being in the, the Taurus represents the mama. In her wounding, Taurus being the sign of value, that means she was wounded in her values. But in her healing, she will come back into her value and this is how she will pass that stone of value to her son. He then takes, in Scorpio, he then takes his uh, energy away from his ego. See, a man has to come out of his ego. As long as he's in his ego, he cannot come out of the matrix. That is the resurrection that the, the you know, Trinity demonstrated in the movie The Matrix. That, and how do we do that? That means we as black women have to stay true to the security and the value of who we are as high priestess and not compromise that and set the standards and challenge our men to rise to meet those standards before they can claim our love. Men were built for challenges, but they made us to be so insecure that we don't put them to the challenge. And once he, re, once he you, when you set the standards, in order for him to claim your love, to prove himself worthy of the love of the high priestess. And as he rises to meet those standards, that's his resurrection out of his ego, which releases him from this matrix and brings him up into the level where he's now at a comparable position to redeem her. And redeem means to restore the value, what has been rejected. Because it's not until he comes into equal balance with his inner reflection, his true mate, can he become whole and only then can he gain his power. A man comes into his power through his woman. 
The oracle told Neil that. A man comes into his power through love. But rather than going after more love, he goes after more power, and it becomes an abuse of power. And that's what we're evolving from, an abusive rulership into a righteous rulership. The Aquarian age. Aquarius is the sign of the humanitarian. Leo is the sign of the ruler. So uh, a resurrect, and this is what the Sphinx is symbolizing, the body of the lion, the power, and the head of the woman, Virgo. Virgo is the sign of wisdom. So a man gains his power in Leo. That means he has to supersede his ego and open his heart to the value of the one, Virgo, are the one of wisdom. Virgo is the sign of wisdom, and that means being purified and cleansed of false values to this illusion. Because in that start of David, the Willie Lynch, the wounds of Willie Lynch, it started with the father. They first cut the father off from protecting the family. And that mama then began to compromise her value, you see, uh, and squash the power of the son so he would not raise up like the father and be killed also. So she smothered. Mother means to smother. She smothered. The mother is the water and the son is the fire. More water than fire puts out the power. So she either smothers him, uh, you know, by carrying the load. Um, our mother is also another word for many others. Women puts out the fire and the power of the son or the desire of the son. So as we reversed that, so that was how uh, the mother got wounded. When the father, they cut off the father, um, but the mother was opposite the son, and the father is opposite the daughter. The father was Saturn in Cancer in the Star of David, Cancer being the sign of unconditional love. And when he was wounded or cut off, that means he cut off his love to the family especially the daughter, because the daughter was represented by Chiron in Capricorn, opposite Cancer. Chiron is the wounded healer or the ancient wound that has to be healed, and that was how the daughter was being represented. As, uh, in, uh, the, uh, the, um, so she's the only one in the royal family that did not compromise her value, daughter character. The mother, the mother compromised her value, and she taught the sister to put her value in materialism. And she did not stay true to her brother. The brother, which was symbolized by Mars in Pisces, Mars is your sexual desires, So, and then Pisces is fantasy land. So he went into fantasy land in his sexual prowess. You know, I can have any color woman of the kingdom I want. Why should I pick the black one? He deluded himself. Pisces is the sign of delusion, you see, in his desires, Mars. And then the sun represented the ego, David. He had become abusive and controlling, Scorpio, the lower vibration of Scorpio, controlling and abusive to the daughter, daughter character, because she didn't compromise herself like the sister and the mama. She stayed true to her value as a black woman. So she got abused by the son. He had no respect for her. He was abusive and controlling until the mama was healed and she passed the stone and to the son from Taurus to Scorpio, 
And then Scorpio is a sign of transformation. It's water. So he did an emotional transformation, took his value away from the illusion, thereby slaying Goliath, lifting up the daughter. And if you take the daughter up, then you automatically take down the white man. So that's what the star David was talking about in our healing. So we can step up to the new rulership of the new age. And Madonna's ritual was an exact um, counter, you know, to that. And Whitney became the poster child to demonstrate that her ritual had been validated. And that's, are we, are we set up yet, Kair, you know, to take in the phone calls? Because I, I really do, I intended this time, you know, to lay it out, you know, from my symbolic perspective. But I know I have been training people all these years in looking at these symbolisms in the Super Bowl. So now I know that what I didn't pick up, I know, you know, that my peeps did. So I would love to get the feedback now on, you know, um, what they saw and their take on um, the Super Bowl ritual. Is there? Can they call in now? Hello? Yes, ma'am. Yes. Yeah, I'm over here still troubleshooting. On um, okay. on the net, so like, I don't even have access. This, this is this is a crazy situation. I don't have access to um, internet. So Mia came in tonight and opened up the switchboard. So I know that the people who have their hand raised who want to contribute are going crazy right now. They like, I got my hand raised. She wasn't able to stay on the line. And so, okay. um, um, and like I've been back and forth on the on the line with the phone company from the house phone, trying to get them to get the internet fixed. And they're like, "Well, maybe we can send somebody out tomorrow." I was like, "Oh wow, okay, uh, um, okay." I can just go to some of the chat room uh, comments. Um, uh, okay. Leo Spell okay. Soul, America Dream, Willie Lynch Scheme. Uh, Whitney personified Goddess Hathor, um, the goddess of music, the queen of night, and she was a lioness. And um, Whitney was in the business for 30 years this year, just like Madonna. Um, let me see. As she was reigning queen of pop, the help, um, the Heb said ritual supposedly celebrated Madonna's 30 years. And they both Leo. You know, this is not coincidental. Um, you know, so um, okay. Uh, somebody said they know the Super Bowl commercial. Which one? <laughs> okay, didn't know that Madonna was Leo. Yes, yeah, she's a Leo. She's uh, her August seventeenth. Um, um, and what about the whole Gatorade thing? Okay, now see, I didn't catch the game. Ah, I want some phones because <laughs> I want to. I want to see. I want to hear what the people. You know, uh, I'm going to go deeper on Facebook. It's the brother with Toronto that starts with a C. Okay, um, and um, 
Um, but somebody said they knew what uh, commercial I was talking about. So which one? Let me see. Who said that? Go ahead and tell me which commercial signified the whole thing, especially, especially, especially after Whitney's demise. That commercial really does represent. Um, okay. I guess, yeah, there you go. I think it was the Pepsi commercial, and it was. It was definitely the Pepsi commercial. Uh, and then, I'm, I'm sorry, go ahead, go ahead. No, no, what 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 you going to do? No, no, I'm just asking because, you know, they just... Okay, you know, they yeah, somebody me. got it correct. They said it was the Pepsi commercial. And in the Pepsi commercial, um, you had, um, um, what's his name, um... Oh, gosh, you know, y'all know me. See, that's why I need help, because my details, me holding on to the names and stuff. Uh, the gay guy um, uh, was playing the king. What's his name? Somebody tell me in the chat room. I forget his name. Um, uh, Elton John. <laughs> I love it. Y'all with me? Okay, Elton John was playing the king in the commercial, the Pepsi commercial. And okay. um, and he had one... Um, he had one, uh, one. Uh, it was like um, um, the jester stepped up and was trying to, um, you know, entertain him. And Elton John said, "No, you know, um, you get no Pepsi." And dropped him down. You know, he pulled a lever and he dropped down uh, into the basement. And so then a the black woman steps up and she sings. And, um, you know, beautifully. And Elton John was like, okay, okay, you get a Pepsi. And he walks up to her with a can of Pepsi. And she um, she grabs the Pepsi. You know, he said, a Pepsi for you. She grabs the Pepsi and, and the lever, drops the king down into the basement, and then she says, she says uh, Pepsi for everybody. And then everybody runs and gets the Pepsi. And in the basement, you got uh, that fool, um, what's his name, uh, um, Flavor Flav. Oh, Flavor Flav. Uh, but the thing, the the point is, is that uh, she, when when I when the Giants won the Super Bowl, I wrote Resurrection Time, and I wrote from the Son into the Father, from the Power into the Spirit and from the personal into the collective. The personal is the physical, you see, and that's how they've been reproducing us in our personal desires to continue to participate with this illusion. You and see, see that's and, and that's, I'm going to respond on just that part. I'm coming yeah. in late, but this whole, this whole personal desire, like, that's what I was on on this retreat. Like, our moral fabric, you know, in our family is so corrupt right now. Like yeah. we don't have, like we don't have more. Like you have, and like you can't get wisdom. Wisdom is step three. You know what I'm saying? Even in knowledge, wisdom, understanding, wisdom is second. There's something before it. So in in what I was studying this weekend, but the vipassana is you have to have moral character. Then you have to have yeah. um strong. Then you have to have strong determination, which is in the mind. And then you can have wisdom. You know what I'm saying? You can't yeah. have wisdom first, and you know what I'm saying, or have your morality all, you know what I'm saying, um, shot, you know what I'm saying, shot up. Yes, it can't be about me and my individual desires. And this is why I connected to Whitney because I felt like 
she made she she served as a grand sacrifice. She sacrificed, you know, to serve a larger purpose. You see, because she epitomized the story between the black man and the black woman. You know, and how we have stayed, stayed true to our men. You know, and we have been taken for granted because of the ego. And they did this purposely. You see. They purposely, this was what Willie Lynch, the wounds of Willie Lynch were meant to do, you know, uh, to keep us at um, an imbalance with each other. Because it's not until we come into equal balance can we become whole. And that's when we evolve to the next level, which is what we're supposed to do as we cross into the Aquarian age at December 21st. We are to evolve to the next level of spiritual rulership. But we can't do that until we come into equal balance. So that's why they put the black woman at the bottom of the totem pole in her value so she would become insecure and then make the black man think himself higher than her. And now they got this new, the, the hybrid thing going out where they're trying to give us a new black. They're trying to define a new black for us, you know, through the hybrid. Um, you know, um, the, what, Beyonce being a queen hybrid and Obama, of course, being the king hybrid. You know. And so then, with Obama the having a white mother, you know, that's the new tide, you see. Um, the, and see, what my spirit told me is that the hybrid is the spirit of the Antichrist. I mean, when they define and describe the Antichrist, see, my spirit woke me up whispering in my ear, Obama's. <laughs> Nation, Obama's nation, and they brought it together, abomination. And then I went to the scripture, abomination that make us desolate. That means to wipe out the land. And that is homosexuality because it takes mama out the game. Mama is the creative factor. Take a note from nature. You cannot reproduce. You cannot continue your existence without the mama. You cannot recreate yourself without your mama. You know, the, 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 in other words, the queen bee, the queen ant, you see, it's all about, you know, um, catering to them because that's what continues their existence. She is the creative factor. Mm. And uh, so uh, with homosexuality, you take that out the game. You do not create. You cannot create with two uh, sperms. It takes an egg and a sperm to create. That's nature. That's the natural, natural rotation and how you create power. Nature, you see, the yin and the yang, the egg and the seed. You see, without that, you've reversed the creative process. Uh-huh. You see, so the abomination that make us desolate, homosexuality, takes out the creative factor, which is mama. So, so what was and the final the, score again? Sister, what was the final score? What was the what? Oh, that's also interesting. The the final score was 21 to 17, which adds up to 38. And when you add 38, you get 11, which is 11 sign of the zodiac is Aquarius. And if you add the 21, you get 3. If you add the 17, you get 8. So you still get the 38, you know, um, know, when you add 
the 21, you get 3, and the 17, you get 8. But the two together, you get the 38, which adds up to 11. And that's and the 11th it. sign of the zodiac is Aquarius. And I and I missed and I missed what you I missed the part earlier. Who who won the MVP? Oh, uh, the Eli Manning. <laughs> All right. He because he threw a, a a a ball down the field, um, you know, way down the field, and they uh, and then and they made a fantastic catch, just in bounds, and then they were able to um, uh, kick the field goal uh, from there uh, and go ahead. Uh, with just um, what minutes left in the game, or a minute left in the game, and then they were counting on um, uh, what's the name? Uh, uh, what's the um, New Brady. England quarterback Brady? You know, to 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 lead them down. You know, lead them down the field, and um, but um, his final uh, heave hole, you know, um, fell to the ground. The game was over with. The Giants victorious. Mm. And they were in Indianapolis now. And what got me when I look, went to look up the symbolism of the um, the patriarch, um, the information I got was uh, all, almost everyone, regardless of knowledge of history, knows that the patriarchs who participated in the most famous protests of America Revolution were dressed as Mohawks. And there is almost no information as to why this specific, specific disguise was chosen. It said um, the Indian character can still be traced in the early engravings made by patriarchs to symbolize the oppressed colonies. The most interesting early example is the obelisk designed by Paul Revere to celebrate the repeal of the Stamp Act. Uh, the image of the Indian has played part in many other protests. Uh, and for example, uh, some units of the Boston Sons of Liberty were called after Native people even before the Boston Tea Party was carried out. Mohawk River uh, Indians was one of the such names. While boycotting English tea, patriots were promoting a substitute drink called Indian tea made out of locally grown roots. The first documented case of using the Indian dress was the burning of the British ship. Uh, Gatsby in June of 1772. So it's interesting that they were in Indianapolis, uh, you know, and the patriarchs were known for putting on Indian disguises. And also the patriarchs represent Gemini energy, and so did Indianapolis. It represented Gemini also. But Gemini is, uh, um, you know, that can represent the illusion you see, or as well as it can represent discernment. You see, the Gemini gateway, being able to go through and understand the value of who your true mate is in order to get through that Gemini gateway. But um, the the um, the um, giants is Taurus energy. So this is all about the value, the father redeeming the value, Taurus being the sign of value, uh, redeeming the value of the royal daughter, you see. I'm 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 upset because I missed the thing about the Madonna about the about the halftime show because I want well and you I'm, might not get to see it now because uh, they were putting it all on the page but now I see they're snatching them off they're saying that um you know it's copyrighted you know so they're not letting you just go and get that at first you could get it but I don't know if you can still get it now uh, because they were uh, snatching them down talking about they were copyrighted. 
Uh, it says right after the Saturn ritual at the Super Bowl, the next commercial showed Christina Aguilera surrounded by red. After that, the show the, uh, they show a picture of Whitney with blood running down her leg. Don't leave out Christina because she uh, and see and, and that ties into like I said uh, that ties into um, you know I'm, I'm glad you brought that up because that ties into Etta James. You see, and uh, um, what's her name? Beyonce. You know, I've told you guys before. You see, see, Etta James had a black mama and a white father. That her, her father was Minnesota fat. That means she is a black woman. If your mama black, that makes you black. And uh, but Beyonce is just the opposite. I had to go all the way back to her her uh, great grandmother to find her white mother. You see, uh, it was the, the 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 white came from her maternal side and the black came from her paternal side, which makes her, um, you know, the hybrid or or the because the great grandmother uh, was white that makes the grandmother white. But the and that makes the uh, the mother white, which makes Beyonce white. You see, it's not until you get a black mama in there, you know, that you can, um, you know, uh, uh, you know. In other words, you're white until you get a black mama into the mix. Well, that 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 didn't happen with them. They the the the, the father was always black in their lineage. You see, so mm-hmm. um uh so. So Madonna, I mean, uh, uh, Etta James represented the black woman, uh, the mix, but, you know, with the black mama, while Beyonce was just the opposite. Now, Beyonce played Etta James in the movie Cadillac Records. And then at Obama's inauguration, he calls, you know, Beyonce to come and sing the song At Last, which is Etta James' signature song. And Etta James got upset about it, and Etta James you know, said she didn't like Beyonce and she didn't like Obama. And so they were in a war about the song At Last. And At Last is symbolically the song where the black woman is singing about her man finally at last coming home. No more lonely nights, you see. So um, but um, what Beyonce wanted to do was claim that song, um, you know, when so when Obama's inauguration, he asked his, uh, Beyonce to sing the song at last because that was hybrid to hybrid. You know, she sang it in sake of that her man coming home or as the hybrid man coming coming into power, coming into his office, you see. Uh, as I was trying to say about the Antichrist, the first thing they say about him is he stands in a place he ought not, which means he stands as a black man, which he is not. And they told me that that is the spirit of the Antichrist, the hybrid pretending to be something you're not. You see, it's nothing wrong with being a hybrid, but when you're using, when you're, you're pretending to be black in order to manipulate, you know, because black people were going to vote for Obama unconditionally just because he was black. He didn't have to promise us nothing, and he didn't. <laughs> you know, they could just take for granted that he would get that vote just because he was standing as a black man, which he is not. It's in his name, Obama's nation, you see, that make us desolate. And that's what he did to the black nations. He's doing to Africa right now. 
and he mm-hmm. did to Hades. He's doing to Hades and Africa. So they needed a black face to wipe out or make desolate the, the black lands. And that's why they needed a black face to do that. Obama's story is nothing but the avatar story. I've told you that guys that a hundred times. But getting back to the um, Beyonce and Etta James, she even taunted Etta James at the music award when she did a performance, and then at the end she went into a little bit of at last just to taunt Etta James. And then she has a baby uh, on January the 7th, and that was a ritual. My friend Erica looked it up. She had a book on numbers and rituals. And the 44 represents a ritual where they have to use, it, it deal with mercury. And, of course, Beyonce is Virgo, which is mercury. And it deals with a mercury uh, entity that has to come through a child with three letters in their name. And the IV is the Roman numeral one and the V, or the four, with the Y at the end, IV, IV blue. So she has to come through. Uh, and uh, through a Capricorn sun, which on January 7th was a Capricorn sun, you see. And uh, so this is a ritual. And uh, um, and then she has the baby on January 7th, and then Etta James dies on um, January the 20th. So 13 days after Beyonce has the baby, Etta James dies. Mm. And then they're doing a um, ceremony to uh, Etta James and uh, Christina Aguilera singing the song At Last. And then there's a trail of blood starts coming down her leg. And they say, okay, uh, that was just some tanning lotion, uh, but the blood's coming down her leg. And so that represented the death. The blood represented the life and the death. So Beyonce brings in a life, and then Etta James meets her death 13 days apart, which adds up to four. Another four. Another four. And, you know, and you add up the baby's birthday is four. You add up Beyonce's birthday is four. You add up Jay-Z's birthday is four. They were supposed to be on the fourth floor. But anyway, the Etta James thing, you know, and then when they show Whitney, now, I don't know. That's why I need help because when I saw what I saw, what they showed, I didn't, I mean, Whitney, it looked like she had, Scraped up her leg or something. She had scraped her leg on something. It didn't look like the blood would flow even be that looking, you saw. What's that? Why would they even be looking at? Why would they even be looking that close to her leg? Yeah, I mean they they went from head to toe. Look at her hair. Look at her forehead. She's got sweat on her forehead. And look at her legs. What's most curious is her leg. And Whitney was standing up there talking to somebody. You know, and then she went and got in the car. I mean, I, I'm like, what are they talking about? You know, oh, we hope she ain't got that. I thought she was she was supposed to be on back on track. I wonder if she didn't got back on drugs. She looked real bad, and then the next day she did. Come on. And what did they say the cause of death is? They ain't said yet. They found her in the bed in the bathtub, and she's at the hotel. You know, because she was supposed to be part of this, um, uh, the the Grammys tonight, and I didn't watch the Grammys, so I know there's some people that got some takes on that. 
because they were supposed to be doing a special. Uh, uh, they were going to get um, uh, Jennifer Hudson to do the tribute to um, um, Whitney Houston tonight. Uh, but uh, Whitney Houston was in the hotel, in the Grand Hotel, uh, getting ready to participate in the Grammy. And they say she went, uh, the only thing they found in her room was a bottle of prescription Xanax. No alcohol, no nothing. They claim that she must have, uh, they found her in the bathtub. She must have took the Xanax and passed out and drowned. But they don't know because nobody's told them what the cause of death is yet. But somebody said they heard some shouting and a thump and called the police, and that's when they went in and found her dead. But you talk to all the people closest to her, and they're saying that she was in good health, that she was doing good, except for Bobby Brown. I saw an interview where the uh, uh, a black reporter went and talked to Bobby two weeks ago. And Bobby was talking about his sobriety and how he was taking it day by day and how tough it was to take it day by day. And when the reporter asked him about Whitney, you know, he insinuated that Whitney wasn't, um, you know, um, living up to his standard, with the standards of, um, you know, of uh, her sobriety. He didn't actually say it, but he, you know, um, insinuated it. So, you know, uh, and then he did, he had a performance yesterday, and they said he went on anyway, but he was, I love you, Whitney, and he broke down at the end, you know, but I, I'm I, I'm feeling like that's all fake. When I heard him insinuate, when everybody else that's close to Whitney is saying that she was doing good, and then he's going to turn around and say, insinuate she wasn't, I'm just kind of suspicious of how much you know, he's a part of this action. Well, you know, he 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 he's in the he's he's one. And if you look if you look at his woman, the one that she um, you know uh, she was their manager, and uh, I think they must have been. Uh, and she didn't have a baby by him. I think she got pregnant by him. I think while he was still with Whitney. And uh, yeah. uh, um, and so and she, I I can't say for sure, but she looks like you know she could be a, the hybrid, which would all go back to supporting and validating the ritual that Madonna was, um, you know, um, the energy that she was meaning to send out, you know, uh, in her ritual that goes to support that. You see, the black woman getting abandoned are left, the white woman taking the black man away from, you know, uh, the black mama, you know, and taking her out and replacing the black mama with the white mama now being the surrogate mama of the black children. Mm. Like I said, they put the movies out like uh, The Blind Side and then with so uh, uh, Sandra Bowling, and then after she plays the movie, she goes and adopts her a black child. You know, Madonna is good for going and adopting, you know, the black children, you see. And then, uh, you know, of course, that tied uh, Angelina Jolie, you know, this is what it's all symbolic of, you know, take out. The, like I said, the earth, wind, and fire. Look at the elements of earth, wind, and fire, what's missing. And they use the, them at the... The water, the mama, the black mama, 
All life right. began in the water. And the, who, so who began the, life but the black mama? Give me the give me the summation again about about the giants again because like I said I was on the other line about um I I know I know that's the um I know they're the um I know they're the father and the patriots are the system. So I know, yeah, I know everybody the ancestral, that means the ancestral uh the ancestral father. That was symbolic through their quarterback, Eli Manning. I told okay. you about the EL. Follow the trail of the EL. The EL denotes royalty. You know, if you look at that EL, you're going to find it everywhere uh, when we're dealing with royal energy, our divine energy. So Eli Manning really equates symbolically to as the royal man. The royal man represents the father. So with them winning the game, that that summation is the ancestral father is coming from the highest universal level to redeem the fallen daughter and uplift the fallen son. Oh, daddy's home. Daddy getting ready to come up to him. Oh, yeah. And see, just like we saw the energy unfold toward homosexuality after the last Super Bowl when the daughter symbolically fell, you know, um, in other words, uh, you you can you can you can screw who you want. You know, if you want to screw, you know, you don't have to stay loyal. You don't have to stay true to nobody. If you want to be with another man, it's okay. If you want to be with children, it's okay. If you want to be with animals, that's okay too. With no bars, everything goes. That's what Sodom and Gomorrah is symbolic of. You see, in your desire, you you got the peasants versus the royalty. You can either be at the lower level of your desire in your vibration or you can be at the higher level in your desire of vibration. It's up to you. And, and and not sitting in judgment of you. But if you can't have it both ways. And if you want to be able to um indulge, you know, get decadent, you see, you're living the life of the peasant. That's okay. That's your choice. But in order to be royalty you have to operate as character in the spirit. See, the earth, daughter earth is supposed to be the master of the earth, but she's been uh, raped and denied her value through materialism. You see, she's supposed to be the master of the earth. She, uh, she is supposed to be the spirit of character. And any time we walk in the spirit of character, that supports her. She's the evolving princess. We have the king as father spirit. We have the queen as mama universe. We have the prince as the prince of power, the son. The only one who hasn't reached her sacredness is daughter Earth because she's been undermined in her value. She's been raped of her value, you know, through materialism and rather than walking in the spirit of character. So she has to shake off the parasites. Anybody who's not contributing in the spirit of character now has to be shaken off, has to go so she can evolve, become the princess, and now that completes the family and the royal family, and we, that's how we become a star system. And this is how this energy will reverberate throughout the cosmos. So daughter Earth has not yet reached her sacred status because she's been denied her value because she is the spirit of character. 
And anytime you walk in character, you're demonstrating the high priestess's energy. She's the value and the worth of the royal God family. You have to look at the full God family. If you have a father, you have to have a mother. The whole universe is about balance. If you have a son, you have to have a daughter. But the father and son are the air and fire element. They're external. The earth and water is the feminine aspect. That's internal. And because it's the hidden power, you know, the external power or the masculine power don't want to give it equal value. But it's not until you give it equal value that you can become whole and that's how you gain your power. Like I said, a man comes through his power through love. But rather than going after more love, he goes after more power and it becomes an abuse of power. This is what they were trying to tell you in the movie The Matrix. Uh, a lot of people don't understand why Persephone wanted that kiss from Neil because her man came into his power, Mayor Benji, he came into his power through his love for her. But rather than going after more love, he went after more power. He became a corruption of power. And she had forgotten what it was like to feel the love of her man. And that's why she wanted to kiss from Neil to remind her of that, you see. And that's when she turned the keymaker over to them. So, uh, you know, so... Um, you, you know, so it's an abuse of power. I always tell people there's only one sin, and that's the abuse of power. And that's how we have to evolve to the next level of rulership because we're going into the Aquarian age, which is the sign of the humanitarian, opposite Leo, which is the ruler. So you have to be a humanitarian ruler to make that evolution out of an abusive rulership. So this is about bringing the men out of their ego where they, because they can't be trusted with the power if they're in their ego because they can be too easily manipulated against the royal family. Give them a logical reason, and they'll do anything. This was demonstrated also in the movie The Matrix when they were asking two ships to go back and help Morpheus, and only one man stood up. And then Locke, you know, Niobe's husband said, what man without a reason could do this? Because men are dictated by their reason. Give them a reason. And, um, you know, so that's why Niobe stood up, because she's a woman, and she ain't dictated by her reason. She's dictated by her feelings. That's why when he ran over to her and said, what, what are you doing? She said, some things never change, which is her feelings for Morpheus hadn't changed. But reasons do change. That's what they were trying to tell you then in the movie The Matrix, you see. You have to give, uh, you know, so they can't be trusted. The masculine and ego cannot be trusted with full empowerment because he can be manipulated through his ego by the siren, and be used as a detriment to the family. Getting back to Don Cornelius. So trained, but you got a Russian white woman as your mate. (laughs) That's your boy, um, your boy, um, on Red Pills, he do too, with the green eyes, Terrence, Terrence Howard. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing. That's what I'm saying. And that's and that's what was symbolic of the Ravens when they went up against the Patriarchs in the AFC Championship. That was the Sun going up against the Patriarchs or the system, and they got knocked out. You see. 
So the son by himself can't do it. So the father is going to have to come from a high universal realm, you know, to come and help the true their their, their sons and daughters. Yeah, but that's that's still that um that's still that's still um you know Saturn still has a you know Saturn still got a play in this you know yeah still still, yeah. still, yeah. still oh you know, yeah yeah because Saturn is in Libra and see I have uh material um you know it's called the Cardinal Cross and it talks about um you know, different planets and different signs and where they're enhanced. Uh, it says planets in exaltation signs show the qualities being assimilated by the ego. And first one on the list is Saturn and Libra equals justice. Mars and Capricorn equals control. Venus and Pisces equals compassion. And Jupiter and Cancer equals generosity. But the first one on the list is Saturn and Libra, which is justice. So now we got the high father spirit in the energy of justice. He's the Lord of Karma. He's represented by the winter solstice. We talk about December twenty first. The winter solstice, the return of the father or the return of the king to redeem the daughter. They did the same ritual in at nine eleven. So this all started at nine eleven, you see, with Aaliyah. You know, because that's where they took Aaliyah. She was the daughter, you know, that, um, you know, um, uh, that, see, they, they, it's prophesied that the father is coming to redeem the daughter. That's Father Saturn redeeming daughter Earth. So they now, they're intentionally, um, you know, um, taking the daughter down so they can antagonize the father to come. And uh, you know, uh, come to her rescue, which they feel they'll be. This is the Battle of Armageddon, where they are antagonizing the father to come to redeem the daughter because they think they're prepared, you know, to do battle with him. So they did uh, it with Aaliyah when they, you know, Aaliyah came up. Um, uh, Aaliyah died right at nine eleven, so she was part of that ritual. Uh, using the daughter and, and um, uh, the twin gateway. I got that. Um, you know, I've read this before. The art, the the book of the archetype of the zodiac, where they tell the story of Hercules. Hercules is their hero. That's their um, copy of our Haru. See, it's always got to be a, a a duality, as above, so below. They have to reflect what's going on. Uh, and opposite at the spiritual level. What is going on at this illusionary level is actually what's just opposite at the collective level. That's what you have to know, and that's what you have to be secure about. It ain't about the details. It's about understanding that we are what they're not, and they're not what we are, that you know what's going on at the highest level by seeing the opposite of what they're putting out at this illusionary level. You have to understand that automatically, okay? You can't prove a spiritual operation with physical validation. You have to know it. That's what the Leo and the Aquarius axis is all about, Leo being the ruler and and Aquarius being the sign of I know. So it's not until you know you are the creative ruler that you activate that rulership. 
That's what's symbolic with that energy. And so here they got uh, Hercules going through the twin gateway, and this is in the Aries archetype of energy, you know, which actually um, represents the Aryan, the lowest vibration of Aries is how the white man came in through the Aryan age. You know, at its highest vibration, that's where it represents Haru, you see. Uh, so their Haru is, um, our Haru is their Hercules. So they have a story in here where they talk about Hercules going through the twin towers, which is the twin gateways. Here it is. We come now to the myth of Ares. Both are solar, heroic stories about young, naive, independent, supremely confident heroes. In the first story, Hercules learns the importance of turning to Hermes or Mercury, his esoteric ruler. In the second story, Jason, which represents the black man, learns the need to acknowledge at least the principles of Ares, or love, the child goddess of Aphrodite, if not also the need to sacrifice his restless independence to Eros and settle down with his mate, his inner reflection, his equal, his size D battery. If he's got size D power, he needs a size D battery. But he keeps fucking around with triple A's. Right. And he don't understand. So in the labors of Hercules, Alice Beatty recounts the myth of the Ares quest, the first of Hercules' famous labors. Hercules is told to go through the gate, the twin columns of duality that are symbols of entry into the world of delusion, and tether the wild mares of Dionysus. Oh, I know I messed that name up, uh, Demidus, the war horses that the king bred. It is interesting that in this myth, the most dangerous were the female horses, the mares, who devastated the land. So uh, they go on to talk about the dark goddess. So that's who he has to uh, take down in order to keep illusion intact. And that's the, 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 that's the 9-11, the going through that twin gateway to keep illusion intact. And that's when they use uh, Aaliyah as one of those mares, you see, um, to antagonize the father symbolically, you see, so they can bait him and try to take him down, the Battle of Armageddon. And uh, uh, so all of this is symbolic of what's going on at this Super Bowl, you know, or the last Super Bowl when they took down the Steelers, our character, or the daughter, you see, uh, and the response, of course, is the father to come and redeem her, which was representative of the giants coming from another level, you know, to redeem her and lift the son up or resurrect the son into the father so they could become holistic as the power of spirit to, to redeem the value of love. The value is the daughter and the love is the mama. The value of love and the 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 the, um, the spirit the air is the spirit or the father and the fire is the sun or the power. They got another story I told you guys before uh, about Antius. Antius and this one I pulled up uh, the four years ago when the giants played uh, the patriarchs and this is how Antius has to go fight with Hercules or Hercules come to fight Antius the giant who is the son of daughter Earth. And every time Hercules would um, throw Antaeus to the ground, 
you got an earth would empower him. And he'd jump up even more muscular until one time Antaeus threw himself down on the ground that Hercules realized, so he picked him up and held him in the air. And when he did, when he gave him the illusion that he had disconnected him from his mama, that's how he was able to strangle him. The air is knowledge or the illusion. So keeping the, the, the black man in his head, in this illusion, in his logic and reason, and not going internal and understanding the true value of his feelings for his mate. So that's how he strangles him with the illusion. Once he holds him in the air, which is holding him in, uh, you know, the logic and reason into the system. And him, you know, so that's the Antius story, the giant. The giants of old, the fallen ones. They made the giant uh, bad. But you have to understand we're opposites, you guys. We're not of the same family. What's right for them is bad for us. What's bad for us is right for them. But we hmm. keep trying to accept someone else's reality as ours, and ours far supersedes theirs. But it's not trying to save all of us. It's only trying to save those who can come through this and rise to the top. The cream rises to the top. We're looking for the new rulers for the new age, not the masses. And everybody is not royalty. All black folks ain't royalty. So it's trying to figure, it's trying to identify the true royal. If a prince can't recognize the high priestess or the royal princess, then he's not of the royal family. And that's what right. is showing up now. And so Bobby Brown, you're the first one on the list as proving that you are not you were not worthy of Whitney Houston. Right. Because was, you can trade her off for a hybrid. And, and how many of our black women has went to went through this, where they're getting traded off for an inferior, inferior? You know, the the blasphemy, blasphemy is that you're putting us at equal level. That the black men, there is no choice. If you want to become whole, you have to be with your equal or your inner reflection. Anything less than that is keeping you out of your holders. You have no choice in the matter if you want to be uh, of the royal end. If you want, you can step up to your royalty by choosing the black woman, or you can step down to your peasantry by choosing less than her. And this is not personal. I'm telling you principles of spiritual energy. So you do what you want personally. But your personal desires is what is going, you know, and that's what, to me, Whitney did. She sacrificed. She came in and made this ultimate. She contracted to come in and make the sacrifice to demonstrate, you know, this epitomize this relationship where the black woman stays true to her value of her black man, but he's in his ego, so he takes her for granted, you see, you you don't miss your water till your well runs dry. That means you don't appreciate the value and the worth of what you have until you are at risk of losing it. That's what a man has to do. If you remember in the movie The Matrix, the last thing that Neil said when he saved 
Trinity's life in the second matrix. I can't lose you. That's only when he when he feels the passion of his love. Passion is the power, the fire, you know, the highest desire, the passion of love. That's the son and the daughter. I mean, excuse me, the son and the mama, the passion of his love. That's where he gains his power from the mama and is able to find the magic to bring the daughter back to life, to redeem her. I can't lose you. The same thing Denzel Washington did in the, in the movie Deja Vu when he went over into bent time to rescue his woman that he had fell in love four days after her death. But he risked, he had to put a sign on his chest when he went over there to say, resuscitate me, because he knew it was going to stop his heart. So he risked everything for the love of the, his woman. That's where a man finds his powers. Love is not an emotion. Love is a power. Mama loves. But she right. has love only for her family, her black family. It ain't even about the white folks in her domain. Right. And it's not until the man can show, you know, he comes through the Gemini gateway, and, 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 and uh, that's where he has to discern the true value of his mate are versus the illusion of who his mate is. And, and that's that twin gateway you see the warriors have to go through pure heart. And if they don't, beams of light will come and strike them down. You see bones all around, you know, uh, that's the Gemini gateway. So he has to go through pure in heart. And that's what gives him uh, the ability to cross over into cancer or mama's domain where she cleanses him and purifies him. And then she allow, allows him access to Leo, the next sign, which is the sign of the heart as well as the ego. And that's where he has to prove he superseded his ego and he's opened his heart to the value of his true mate. And that's when he earns this power. The, the prince that has to slay the dragon in order to rescue the princess and gain the kingdom, gain your power, those are internal dragons. Or the, you know, or the knights that has to go into competition, you know, to gain the hand of the princess in order to step into their power. This is how they did in the ancient days, you see. So he has to prove himself worthy of claiming the princess in order to gain his power from Mama Universe, you know, the, the, the power of love. He has to demonstrate that, to gain that power from her, and it's about the love of her family. I once heard Bobby Hammond say, you can play with a lion. You, if it's not hungry, you get by. That's the masculine. You can swim with the shark. If it don't smell blood, you can escape again. That's the masculine. But it's the only one that's going to fuck you up without mercy is the crocodile, which is the symbol of the mama. I mean, she don't play that. If she senses any impurities, when it comes to your value to her black family, she will fuck you up. No questions asked. And it's not until, see, our ancient ancestors understood this. I mean, our ancient, ancient ancestors, because, you know, uh, the more it rolled out, the more it became contaminated, you see. You know, we can see some of our ancestors that were in their ego. 
But when we go back to the original, to the very, very beginning, when it was a matriarchal rulership, and it's just a cycle. Everything comes out from the mama, the matriarchal, and then it crosses over to the patriarchal house. Now it's ready to come full circle and complete the cycle so we can become whole and evolve to the next level. But everything has to be in balance. You can't balance unequally. If the man's in his ego and the woman is insecure in her value, they're at an unequal connection, and that was intentionally programmed. We need to stop falling for the okie doke. How many, how many uh, uh, Don Cornelius, O.J. Simpson, uh, um, Montel Williams, uh, Gary Coleman, uh, Tiger Woods? Uh, you know, how many of these examples, Samson and Delilah? How many of these examples do we have to see in order to get it? It seems like. Um... It seems like, but see the, but but see the thing is, that's the those those individuals to me are a test of a real man's character. When I look at yeah. something that's wrong, instead of me joining in, I say, "Oh, y'all can go ahead and have that." You know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. You have, yeah. you have, and that's and and that and that's what's going to be. Oh yeah, and that's what characters are going to be rewarded. Yeah, I read in a book uh, they were saying that uh, in the ancient days it was the matriarch who chose the next ruler because she knew the character of her sons, and she had to choose the next ruler based on his character. He had to demonstrate his character to be chosen by the matriarch as the next ruler. That was what we used to do in our antiquity, our ancient, ancient antiquity. Mama chose the best ruler based on his character. He had to demonstrate the qualities of character in order for her, you know, to choose him as the next ruler. But we've forgotten these things. We've, we've, um, you know, and see, the white man is busy, you know, he knows what, who the black woman is, you see. So just like I said, the Obama story, going into putting on the clothes of a black man, going into the spiritual realm, gaining the hand of the high priestess, then gaining the power from the black man, and then opening the way for his kindred to come in and destroy that realm, you see. And then they they, they, they complained about Red Tail because they did not show, uh, you know, any black family support of, you know, the strategic airmen. You see, uh, but yet George Lucas can walk out on the arms of a black woman himself. You see, don't you get it? We're not showing you with any black women, but I got mine. Robert De Niro just came out. Uh, him and his black wife. Uh, she's now pregnant. And you're gonna start seeing more and more of this now. You're gonna start seeing more and more. And the commercial, like I said, you know, it represented the black woman not thinking about her own personal desires. The king said, you've earned a Pepsi. And she said, uh, no, everybody gets a Pepsi. You know, it's not about me. It's about everybody. And she took him down, took him down and opened it up for everybody to come and get them a Pepsi. You throwing it out. was um that was uh, she flushed she flushed your boy down um, uh, the singer on the piano. 
Yeah, the king. She pulled the lever. Took him down. And she snatched the kid out in hand and, you know, and took him. And she said, no, not for me, for everybody. And she, you know, and and, 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 oh, and everybody went and ran and grabbed them a Pepsi after he fell into the basement. And then down in the basement was Flavor Flay. Down in hell. <laughs> you ain't good, I so it was like I'm not I'm not doing this for me. I'm doing, and that's what co- spirit is a collective. Physical is individual. You can't be having individual desires, you know, um, that override, you know, the integrity of what's good for the whole. That's how you prove you're worthy to step up to the spiritual rulership when it's not about you. It's about what's best for everybody, the family. You see, women are naturally inclined to do that because we're family-oriented. We're of Big Mama. She's the family. She's the energy of family, you see. Uh, so, you know, we, um, you know, that's our nature, to look out for the family. You know, uh, the, 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 the Aries, the prince, is the cardinal fire is Aries. And that represents, the cardinal signs represents the royal, uh, you know, the prince. Aries is the prince of the royal family because it's the cardinal fire, you know. But Aries is the most personal sign of the zodiac. So that's our problem with our men. They take everything too personal. It's all about them. I remember when I first came to Greensboro, I went to a poultry festival with um, Erica and this guy uh, was telling them, when you come up and do this poultry, you got to be hard. If you ain't hard enough, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to snatch you off, you see. Uh, so at the end, the black woman won the contest. The, um, white woman, the white man came in second, and the black man came in third. The white woman wasn't even allowed to compete. Every time she got up there, she stopped in the middle and couldn't remember her next line. So, they, you know, she didn't even get to compete. But the reason the black woman won is because she was focused on what's best for my family. The white man came in second because he was most interested in what's best internationally, what's best for the world, you know. Uh, But the black man, it wasn't that he wasn't as, as creative as the black woman, but it was all personal. It was all about me and my struggles and my toil, my problems. So it wasn't about the collective. It was all about him. And that's our men's Achilles heel. They take everything so personal. And rather than looking at it from the collective, if I see my black woman and children out here suffering, what right do I think I have to choose a white woman and take care of her and her children? Oh, I desire personally a white woman. You know, so you're only thinking about your lower personal desires and you're not thinking about what's best for the family, what's best for the collective, what's best for your black family. And that's the only way mama is going to give you the power is you have to demonstrate that to her. And you will continue to struggle. You will continue to falter and fall until you understand that very principle. We are the sacrificial realm as black women. We were put at the bottom of the totem pole just to see how our men would respond. And if they would abuse their power over us, 
or they would have compassion over us being stomped down by the world. That is how we identify the true prince. That is how we identify the true king. But if it's more about your personal desires to be with, you know, um, and see, the white man is so slick because first he tells us we are inferior to him. And now when he knows it's our time to rise, all of a sudden he wants to admit that we're equal to him. And we're so anxious to go along with that program, and neither one is true because we're superior to him. But we've been blinded in this illusion, in this land of logic and reason. Well. So... I really hate that we couldn't get participation from the, um, right. you know, from from the peeps. But you know, um, I've been given. What, we what I think, what I think we should do. I mean to cut your wisdom off, but, but what I think yeah, we should do okay. is, as soon as I get, as soon as I get this net back up, they said they're gonna send the technician out tomorrow. I gotta go pick my mama up. I gotta show. I, I gotta show. Let's try to do something. Let's try to do something uh, Thursday. Let's see if we can reschedule something for Thursday where we can get some people. Well, to, uh, I mean, if we do, it'll just be about, um, you know, them uh, calling in and getting feedback. Yeah, 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 just some know. feedback. You won't, have to, yeah. you won't have to do the whole show over again. Now, nah, just, some, just some feedback. We'll just touch on, we'll just highlight and just have some people do some, um, do some touch-ups, you know, and we'll just make an announcement for people. So I'm very, very, I do appreciate everybody who came on tonight. You know, um, hey, this this happens on live radio. Um, my internet is down. Um, our assistant couldn't stay on the line with us tonight, but we'll get it worked out. You know what I'm saying? Maybe this is how we were supposed to go down. Just you know, getting the information out. Just uh, hold your comments, and what we'll do is just uh, reschedule the show for Thursday, and we'll just run it back. So everything, you know, to me. I'm happy. I got. What I'm gonna do is download the show tomorrow when I get back and like listen to the whole like the beginning part. Cause I missed like I was in and out for the first thirty minutes trying to deal yeah. with these people. They just gave me just yeah. like. Just, and I, see, and I get my inspiration through. from from feedback. You know, I love to understand uh, how you guys are receiving it. Of what you have to add to it, what you don't quite understand about it, you know, that's where I really shine when I get the questions and the feedback is so I can understand, you know, how you guys are receiving the information. So um, that's very important to me. So, you know, uh, let me know, hook me up and let me know, um, you know, uh, on the show Thursday um, what you have to bring to the table. I know there was so much symbolism. I know I didn't even touch but the tip of the iceberg, you see. But I'm giving you um, the bigger scenario, and now I'm looking for you guys to bring, you know, those pieces to the table that supports that, you see. But just like we saw the energy unfold from last year's Super Bowl, we saw the tide toward homosexuality, you know, um, now we're going to see the same energy show itself, you know, as a result of the giants. And it all is good news, you know. This is jubilee. This is saying that we're now going to get help from, you know, a, a whole nother level, from the highest level of the universe. The Father is coming. He represents the spirit. He represents 
the knowing. So he's going to bring the spirit of the knowing, you know, on what, on how to raise our sons to understand the value of the fallen daughter so he can, you know, um, gain his power and we can evolve to the next level of rulership as we move into the Aquarian age. At and then, and then I'm sure we'll have some more information on this, um, yeah. on this whole Whitney, on this whole Whitney Houston thing too. Yes, especially the Whitney Houston thing because they stalling. They're, they're not telling anybody about uh, how she really died. They said maybe you know she drowned, but it seemed to me they would have just said that. You see. You wouldn't need an autopsy to prove. I mean, if she, if they came in and found her head below the water in the bathtub, you know, then you know it's obvious she she drowned. But if they're not saying that, they're saying it's taking an autopsy to determine how she died. Then that must not be the case, okay? And the only thing they found was, you know, a prescription bottle of Xanax in her room. Not even alcohol. They said was in her room. So. Um, how did Whitney Houston die? And we just saw her the day before, and she was, I don't care how bad they say she looked, she looked like a picture of health. So something's not smelling right in Denmark. And uh, and I'm awful suspicious of Bobby Brown because of him insinuating, you know, that she was uh, falling off the wagon, you know, as he was keeping, and now he running around with his, hybrid and their children and, you know, you still was not broke too much up that you could come out there and do the show, you know, but then you milk the attention you got, you know, by talking about how much you love Whitney. You didn't act like you loved her. Uh, you know, you didn't prove you loved her. No doubt he probably did love her, but you didn't honor that love, you see. You didn't right. value the love you had for her, you see, and you traded her off like a lot of our men are doing you know, uh, she's not the only one. You know, who was that? There, I mean, uh, other people can give me other. Uh, somebody else told me about was it? Um, somebody else, uh, one of our other sisters, singers. Um, was it er- Erica? Um, oh, I can't remember. That's why I need the feedback. But um, you know, that's been going on. Uh, with a lot of our, you know, top-notch sisters, you know, I don't care how great we are, how much, you know, uh, you know, we still get traded off, you know, for something inferior, and it's enough of that. Mama is incensed. Mama is sick of it. You know, she says, if you're going to turn your back on me, then I will turn my face away from you. And she is the mama, the black mama who began it all. We are her opposite reflections. We are the individual manifested aspects of Mama Universe and Daughter Earth, you see. And when you disrespect us, that's the same as disrespecting her. We are the Cinderella with Cinderella's story, you know, uh, undermined our value, but she is the fairy god mama of the Cinderella story, you see, the magical component. So, you know. And remember remember what um, we were talking about earlier tonight, you know what I'm saying, is if there is if there is, you know, we know that Whitney was some form of sacrifice, you know what I'm saying, for yes. for, for something larger going on. Oh, um, yes, yeah. Uh, 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 Whitney definitely made uh, a sacrifice, you know, um, you know, uh, with, with her talent, 
that's her gift. That means she was definitely one of mamas, you see, you know, the, the mama of creativity. And she uh, proved herself in that vein. Uh, but she was sacrificed in her value, you know, because this is all spiritual energy. Uh, and those things have to happen. That part had to be served. That role had to be played in order for it to bring back. It's only when things are, um, you know, uh, denied justice at the physical level or the illusionary level can there be a case made to bring in the higher court from the spiritual level and bring things into balance. You have to understand the key to the universe is balance. And anytime there's an imbalance, there's an automatic uh, 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 imbalance in righteousness, there's an automatic response from the universe, you know, to bring it back into balance. So that is exactly what's coming down. All right, family, I love you so much, and I look forward, you know, to uh, getting your feedback and, and your questions and bringing your information, um, you know, on Thursday's show. So love you, and we'll talk then. All right, we'll see y'all Thursday. All right. Peace out. Thank you, Sister Maya. I love you. Love you, too. Peace. Peace.